0: going on family welcome to another edition of the faction quick hits it's your man gb gerard bonner hope you guys are doing well hope you had a fantastic weekend it was certainly a full weekend in the world of pro wrestling and we will definitely get into all of that We want to say a big thank you to all that you are doing in terms of supporting The Faction, whether it is on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or whether you are subscribed to our podcast. Thank you so much. We greatly appreciate who you are and all that you're doing. It makes a huge difference to what we do here at The Faction. If you are not subscribed to our podcast, click the subscribe button wherever it is you're listening to us right now. Also, feel free to rate us and leave a comment as well. Well, in addition, uh, make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, so we've got a lot of information to bring your way. A lot of news happened over the weekend. I want to start with the two-year anniversary of Southern Honor Wrestling. Still here, too. Took place this past Friday uh, at the Action Building in Canton, Georgia, right outside of Atlanta. And it was amazing absolutely amazing I'm honored to do the color commentary there along with my good brother Brandon Benefield and uh, it was a great show I hope you guys had a chance to watch the pre-show if you missed it it is available on the uh, Southern Honor Wrestling Facebook page but one of the biggest pieces of news coming out of there is the crowning of a brand new SHW champion as Joe Black defeats Corey Hollis via submission to win the title huge huge night, to say the least. Also, speaking of title matches, the Lynch Mob, the brothers Matt and Joey Lynch, successfully defended their title against the Rock and Roll Express. And I got to tell you, having the Rock and Roll Express in the building Doing what they do after 37 years is absolutely amazing It's incredible and I'll just tell you this to see Ricky Morton hit a Canadian destroyer like what is happening here in 2020 this is Nuts so a lot of other great action happened I won't give it all away, but I will say this you'll be able to check out still here too from SHW On independentwrestling.tv That's IWTV You can check that out this week So be on the lookout for that If you're not subscribed All you have to do is go to independentwrestling.tv Sign up there, it's only $10 a month And your first five days are free If you use the SHW promo code So uh, really excited for you to see the action there Hear us calling the matches and the like It's fantastic So if you love independent wrestling As I know most of you do You want to check it out Brian Pillman Jr. uh, from MLW and AEW Was there as well A monstrous clash between Gunnar Miller and Logan Creed And yeah, the card was stacked for from top to bottom, lots of amazing moments, so make sure you're checking that out when it hits IWTV this week. Again, you can check out IWTV online, you can check it out on your smartphone, on your smart television, wherever it is that you view this type of content. You can definitely check it out there. And remember, not only do you get SHW for that $10 a month, but you get about 150 independent wrestling promotions. So you'll be able to see some current things, some past things. Some of your favorite superstars that you may find in AEW and WWE are actually on this platform, having done work for organizations like Defy and others like it. So definitely check it out. You can find out what's happening in the world of independent wrestling by going to IWT or independentwrestling.tv sign up there and again it's going to be absolutely amazing now then we have to get into another big thing from this weekend and that would be nxt takeover 31 which we're going to talk about where it Well actually let's go there Let's talk about where it took place Because from the start of NXT TakeOver 31 You knew something special Was happening As they began to tell the history Of WWE Starting with the Capital Wrestling Corporation Which many of you may or may not have known Was the embryonic stage Of what we now know as WWE It was the parent company For the WWWF Owned by Vince McMahon Sr. Of course, they would move to become the WWF and then ultimately the WWE but that was during the territory days where they ran from New York or really kind of the northeast of sorts Uh, New York to DC or Boston to DC even Maine to DC Um, and it was a great great time for the world of pro wrestling as you could see in that package well to now know in case you did not know that things are now called the Capitol Wrestling Center and that is the New home for the performance center so the performance center as we knew it has been completely gutted and it has been rebuilt uh, to honor the history of wwe but to also provide an amazing fan experience so we see similarities to the Thunderdome in that videos are available for folks to be able to chime in or to view from other parts of the country and around the world. But what's different than the Thunderdome is there were actually live fans there. About 100 live fans were there. And this marks really the first time uh, for WWE and for NXT that there were live fans that were not part of the Performance Center. This is is wildly important. We've seen, of course, the facility at Daly's place for AEW has allowed for them to be able to welcome fans back, of course, with social distancing, etc. etc. It is good to see fans back, real fans, real chants, real moments uh, for the NXT faithful. And so I'm excited to see that. And I know it made a monstrous difference in the performances. So, with that said, if you've not watched NXT TakeOver 31, you're about to get some spoilers. So, if you you don't want the spoilers, you may want to pause this podcast and revisit it after watching. If you've already seen it, then this is going to be good information. If you don't care about the spoilers, then keep on listening. With that said, uh, a big night of NXT action, and really, uh, think about it, it's the first takeover in front of live fans since the pandemic began. So this is a big, big moment, and a lot of really amazing things happened. Four big title matches took place. Uh, No new champions were crowned, so everybody retained, but the matches were absolutely outstanding, and there were moments sprinkled in there that we're really going to be talking about for quite some time. Let's start with the NXT title match, of course. Kyle O'Reilly getting his first singles title opportunity in NXT. And I'm going to start by saying this. I love the fact that both NXT and and SmackDown are really giving opportunities to people who haven't normally gotten opportunities on these stages. Case in point a Jay Uso on SmackDown, and I gotta tell you, the painting of Jay Uso into a real bona fide valid singles competitor. Is amazing. You know, when you first saw it, you were like, eh, I don't know. But as he competed with Roman Reigns at uh Clash of Champions last week, as he can you believe it, pinned AJ Styles on SmackDown this Friday, it is becoming a lot more viable to see Jay Uso as a singles competitor and what a story they are telling. Same can be said for Kyle O'Reilly. Now, for folks who are not familiar with Kyle O'Reilly pre-nxt this is a former ring of honor world champion who is not immune or is not foreign to the big stage this is a guy who defended the ring of honor championship at wrestle kingdom which is basically kind of the wrestlemania for new japan pro wrestling he is not a foreigner or a stranger To large crowds or to large opportunities However being in a tag team For the bulk of the last Four to five years in NXT Has not given most the opportunity To see what this guy can do And I thought his match with Finn Balor Was absolutely fantastic It was brutal, it was challenging It was competitive And it's what you want out of an NXT Championship match Which I have to also mention this There were some really intentional things Done on NXT TakeOver that if you were paying attention, you can see how NXT is really drawing a line in the sand in terms of branding to separate and distance themselves from Raw and SmackDown. We heard the terms and we saw the terms professional wrestling on nxt takeover now why is that significant well we've talked about it ad nauseum here over time that the business began to change certainly for wwe when vince mcmahon began referring to it as sports entertainment and not pro wrestling certainly it was a way in which to try to Butter up and cozy up to advertisers and the like, but the reality of it is, for those of us who are hardcore fans, we're not interested in sports entertainment. We are interested in professional wrestling, and so to see that term utilized from the very start of NXT TakeOver to it being mentioned on television, you've got to remember... And most of the folks in WWE in a commentary space or on television don't refer to themselves or the folks in the ring as pro wrestlers or even this genre as pro wrestling. But they call it sports entertainment. And I just want to remind you that branding is important. A lot of what happens in WWE is very intentional. And so, if they're referring to it as pro wrestling in NXT, but sports entertainment on Raw and SmackDown, it speaks heavily to direction and it speaks to expectations in terms of what you can see in that ring. We did not get sports entertainment last night, we got pro wrestling. And for the folks who want to wrestle, NXT clearly is one of those spaces to do it. And so I commend the brass at NXT for making a move like this and for giving us pro wrestling matches as we saw with the NXT title match. An amazing showing for Kyle O'Reilly, And I'd like to see him in more singles opportunities because I think it's a really good look for him. And it was a reminder that this, again, is a former Ring of Honor champion, is somebody who can absolutely hold his own in these scenarios with a Finn Balor, and of course with Finn's extensive Japan experience, it made this match even more special. Let's talk about that women's title match, which was incredible. Io Shirai getting the win over Candice LeRae, but let's also talk about what happened after the match. That we have two more amazing folks returning to NXT. One being Tony Storm, who is a winner of the Mae Young Classic and a former nxt uk champion and we also have the returning ember moon and this is significant because ember moon has been off of wwe television for over a year handling an injury there was talk that perhaps she may not return to pro wrestling because of the severity of the injury for her to return to nxt is a major move for a couple of reasons i think for one It helps to strengthen the depth of the women's division there. Um, Of course, you've got Bianca Belair who's gone and the like. But one thing for sure in NXT's women's division, it has always managed to keep some amazing talent. And they really have that going on right now. Let's not forget you still have Rhea Ripley there. You still, of course, have Candice LeRae there. Now you've got, of course, the departure of Mia Yim and Mercedes Martinez. Of course, they're in Raw right now as part of Retribution but certainly these additions of ember moon and tony storm is huge and so to see those potential matches uh, against any of the folks currently in nxt is going to be exciting but an ember moon Io shirai or a tony storm Io shirai is a pretty amazing match in fact if you remember tony storm versus Io shirai is a rematch of the finals of the last may young classic so That's going to be very, very interesting to see if any of that should go down. We also found out a very important piece of information on NXT TakeOver, and that is the return, or really the debut inside of NXT, of Halloween Havoc. That's right. The former WCW staple is coming to NXT on October the 28th. And so if you do your math, and if you're paying attention to the calendar, that's a Wednesday night. So that's going to be a big, big night to counteract whatever AEW may be doing that night. Of course, we know coming very soon for AEW will be their anniversary show. In fact, this Wednesday, uh, they are paying tribute to the 30-year career of Chris Jericho. And then the following Wednesday will be their one-year Dynamite anniversary anniversary so uh, a lot of great programming and content coming in the world of pro wrestling from AEW and now NXT what do they have planned for Halloween Havoc Halloween Havoc has sported some major moments from WCW and uh, I'm excited to see now remember uh, we've seen War Games brought back we've seen the Great American Bash brought back it's kind of cool to see some of these WCW titles being resurrected in NXT we've seen Starcade return but Starcade became really a glorified house show that's been inside the WWE that has not been received well it's not been executed well but the idea Of Halloween Havoc excites me and of course we'll be finding out over the next few days and weeks what that's going to look like but if NXT is doing it and they are that means it's going to be amazing ah incredible stuff all right well we gotta go so uh, I hope you've enjoyed kind of our very quick review of NXT TakeOver 31 Um, it was amazing I'm still stuck on the Capitol Wrestling Center, which I think is a brilliant move Um, Again, it beefs up the look for NXT it beefs up opera and again I pay attention to things like camera angles and camera shots. The hard camera is now again on the fans Versus being solely on the stage again, they've made some important adjustments and I think it speaks well to the future of NXT, the Capital Wrestling Corporation. I'm just excited about the Capital Wrestling Center uh, now being what it is for NXT and a great home for NXT as well. All right. So I want to get your thoughts on NXT takeover, uh, SHW still here too and the entrance or the introduction of the Capital Wrestling Center. Let us know by way of social media, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at the faction show. Also make sure you subscribe to our podcast Wherever it is that you get your podcast, And stick with us We've got some great things coming All throughout the day Until next time It's your man GB Gerard Bonner Representing for my good brothers Courtney Beard Brandon Clack And the fourth horseman John Murray Collectively we're known as The Faction Salut!